0: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? On February 27th, 2021, Dale Tanhart, myself, and the Garage Guys experienced one of the worst tragedies in our lifetimes, and it provides memories that will haunt us for the rest of our lives. So if you do not mind, please join me for a special moment of silence If you could, please stand, right hand on your heart, and salute what could have been and what was one of the worst tragedies in the history of NASCAR betting. Thank you. Don't go to Whataburger. We still love the color orange. Go to Hooters. Use promo code GARAGEGUYS to save $10 on any delivery or carryout order, $30 or more, or any in-house order, $40 or more. Just tell your waitress about promo code GARAGEGUYS. If you're going to go sit down and enjoy a nice, lovely lunch or dinner at Hooters, if you want to order carryout, just type in promo code on order.hooters.com or the Hooters to go app. I, think, I feel like that was a seamless transition. David Starr, you were just the worst. And I know it's not really your fault, but God damn it, that was the worst night of my life when it comes to betting. Had to have been. And I don't know, I feel like I've described this quite a few times, but anybody who doesn't know, I had the house on Noah Gregson. Uh, I was probably one of the only people on Earth given Xfinity series plays at, at the time, and Gregson was the guy He was so dominant. He was probably four to one or five to one, I think. I think I also had him top three at plus money, top five at minus odds, probably. But the kicker was I was big into DFS at that time. So I was if a lot of the OG fam remembers, I wrote a lot of DFS articles for Xfinity and truck Uh, just didn't. It was just so hard to make consistent money for me, at least on DFS compared to betting. So I don't do that anymore. But at the time I was real, real wrapped up into it. My two top plays, uh, were Noah Gregson as like the dominator. And then David Starr as the, the punt play of the weekend. And David Starr was running like 18th at that time. So he was having a good night. He probably started like 35th. I looked And I had like maybe $150 worth of entries, and I was winning a tournament, like second in two other tournaments. I looked with like eight laps to go, and I was net $17,500. And then that happened with two laps to go Noah Gregson and David Starr, and it was just fucking terrible. So there you go. Don't go to Whataburger. We like orange. But we don't like that kind of orange. We like our Hooters orange. So uh, go there. Go there. They have burgers too. And fries. But ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you taking the time to have a moment of silence with me here to kick off Dale Center. We're back at Homestead Miami Speedway. I'm repping the Dale Senior this time around. It's about time I need to get some new ties because I'm kind of tired of everything I have. I feel like I rewear the same two or three ties over and over again. Nonetheless, the drip is here. The drip is still here. I fucking love this tie. But we're back in Homestead, Miami, where the worst tragedy tragedy ever confirmed confirmed happened in NASCAR betting history. It's not going to happen this weekend. And I'll be attending my first ever race there, too. So I'm excited about that. I'll be down there in the pits, on the grid, wake up with trucks, Xfinity, and then not a sport cup racing on Sunday. So why don't we get into some odds now? Um I'll look at some comments while I get these odds uploaded here on the screen. Uh, what should we start with first? Let's start with qualifying. I usually don't post qualifying odds, but qualifying has been good to me recently. And if it weren't for cup qualifying, my cup record would would be fucking horrendous. Like We've done a good job, and, and Han Yolo deserves a substantial amount of credit for the data he provides helping trying to cap qualifying bets. Me and him either finish second or first every single week. And we've done a good job of recent weeks, including last weekend of being able to make enough profit on qualifying where the cup race didn't matter the next day. Like we were still going to, we're still going to have a big profit and Xfinity was huge last weekend. Anybody that was here last weekend or last Wednesday knows how big Xfinity was. We talked about Josh Berry all fucking week long and he was, he was the guy and it was so fucking awesome. I was so happy to see that live and talk to Josh. Be able to ask him a question in the media center as well. But we'll see. NASfinity, totally a sport in my opinion now. not It's not, not a sport anymore, Greg Mathern. It is totally a sport. Yes, the odds kind of suck. But there is some value that I would like to talk about once we get there. Trucks are back. I was so disappointed when I found out that it wasn't a night race. Love Friday Night Homestead. But nonetheless, we get to wake up with trucks on Saturday and get to watch the best form of racing on the planet and in the universe and most athletic sport performed in the universe. That is the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. I'm so ready for Camping World to be out, Craftsman to be back. Don't forget, guys. Next year, Craftsman is back. It's going to be the fucking Craftsman Truck Series once again. That is going to be so lit. Let me check out some comments here. You're going to see some poll qualifying odds come across the bottom of your screen. Okay, Trevor, good to see you. Forced to finish 1-2 plus 700. Interesting. William Byron plus 1,200 outright, says Micah Rittenhouse. Larson minus 110 versus Elliott is my best bet. Troy, I had that typed in my Dale Center top five and I took it out. And I took it out because I was looking at data. I didn't like the data that I was looking at. But... The gut feeling and like the eye test tells me that Kyle Larson is better than Chase Elliott at Homestead. And what with what we saw at Vegas last week with Chase Elliott does not help his case for this weekend. Two different racetracks, but still you got to lump intermediates together when looking at data for the most part. Different racetracks, but I definitely didn't like that they had no speed. Kyle Larson was passing for sixth place when he got wrecked. Chase Elliott didn't even finish top 20. So, I like that bet too, Troy. Trevor again says, Gragson over JHN, minus 180. Too much juice, man. You can't pay the juice for that at a track that we haven't been to yet. Tracks that we haven't been to in the second half of the season have produced nothing but pure fucking chaos. And I like to think back at Bristol. I like to think at Charlotte Roval. Um, hell, even Texas, which was the first regular season race we had been to in different conditions than what we had for the All-Star Race. Complete shit show. Can't take a minus one eighty matchup. Troy V says, "I'm in a bar drinking bush lattes, eating chicken strips, watching Dale Center. I win. Absolutely, we win no matter what. We win no matter what." Dylan Picklesheimer, good to see you, my friend. Old Tanhart, appreciate that. The Money Face, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Yes, Troy, I rewatched it too. It gives me nothing but pain. K. Gavin, fifteen. Welcome back, the broccoli wad parlay master. The crazy eight parlay man himself. We need a round of applause for K. Gavin, 15, bringing home some big bags last weekend. Jones top 10 plus 180 is my favorite bet. Let me know what sports book that's on. I'm assuming, yeah, it has to be cup. Eric Jones. I don't hate that bet either. Do not hate that bet either. Spurs, Ted Lasso, My Netflix club betting guest will be on here shortly. Damn, completely forgot he was in a Whataburger car too. Yeah, Whataburger, kind of good. Nick Hook, funny, I'm munching on Whataburger right now. Fuck you. Fuck you. S. Brady, good to see you, Ayer. What's poppin'? Playas. Love that. All caps. Bring the energy. I need parlay energy. Go ahead and just start shooting out parlays, cup bets, whatever you got. I need all of it. I need all the energy to make up for the tragedy that we had here because of that fucking guy in 2021. Xfinity winners of plus 500, question mark. What is that? Yes, believe it or not, in 2020 and 2021, before the books really started picking up on everything, I had that almost every single week. So miss those days. Yes, Micah. I had David Starr. He was a dude, he was running like 18th in that race before he crashed. He was like right around the top 20. He was the punt play of the weekend before that happened. Yeah, Troy. My Snyder winning was crazy. Alma to win the poll. From Troy V. Interesting. I was looking at that. One of these guys that kind of sneaks up on everybody, huh? K. Gavin says, maybe it's just Homestead. I had Red Dog top three at plus 1,000 the year he forgot how many laps there were. Dude, that. Did Did he finish fourth that race? That is brutal, if that's the case. Absolutely brutal. Savage Joe, welcome back. I appreciate you. Dale Center back on Thursday night, probably for the rest of the season. Brett McClam, good to see you. What is up? What is up? What is up? Time to win some more bags. We're getting into it. We're getting into it. Love seeing everybody back in here. Scott, I still need to pay you from like a month ago when you gave out a winner at Texas. I still need to pay you. Can you please DM me your Venmo or whatever, your cash app, just for the giveaway? I did the prize giveaways. I still have to pay you, and I will. I'm 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 a loyal guy, and I'm a man of my word. I need your Venmo or your Cash App, whatever you got. That is crazy. That Redick finished fourth, dude. Crazy. What a what a bad beat. Ben, welcome. Good to see you. Saints money line and plus two and a half. Let's go. I'll probably throw in some some uh, football bets. I actually did post one bet on the Action Network that I think is a lock tonight, and you can hit the link below. Check that out over on the Action Network app or. On your desk, your desktop, whatever you're using uh, to watch Dale Center, S. Brady says Mickey D. Outright on Caesars plus fifteen thousand. No fucking way, dude. No chance. I'm sorry, but no chance. Dave Beckett, thank you for joining. Nice Barry pick last week, my man. I appreciate it. We've been riding Barry on, on similar racetracks for a minute. He kind of been slouching, not at his best performance. But at the end of the day, if the books are going to offer it at plus a thousand, I'm all over it. If the books are going to offer it at plus twenty two hundred which is blasphemy, which is what Caesar Sportsbook did after practice and qualifying, I'm definitely going to take it. I'm going to take the top three and the top five that comes with it. Had a hell of a time. Oh, Scott, it's a donation. No, put it towards the Garage Guys Travel Fund. I appreciate you, sir. I appreciate you. The original parlay winner was our guy Scott, by the way. The first guy that ever came on here and gave the winning parlay named it the Broccoli Wad. So that's why it is called that. You'll see that later in the show. Oh, God, Trevor. I can't read this. (laughs) Ekis over... This is a parlay from, from Trevor. Psycho parlay Trevor. Ekis over Rhodes. Zane over Priest. Dinger over Mayer. Joey over Blaney. Denny over Elliott. Bush over MTJ. Heim over Majeski. Herbst over Creed. Hate that one. Barry over Gator. Byron over Bell. Can you give me a payout? Can you give me a payout? Oh, fuck. Okay, there it is. Briscoe over Suarez too. $100 $100 means you $290,000 if that hits. Wow. Appreciate you, Troy. Appreciate you, Troy. And Gre- or Trevor, I'm sorry. Greg, sh- don't remind me. I only took him top five. A win is a win is a win. It doesn't matter. You put a penny on it, you put a dollar on it, you get top five, you get top three. A win is a win. We always have to remember that, especially with how tough NASCAR betting has been this season. Extraordinarily tough for a lot of us. A win is a win is a win. All right, let's talk poll picks. There will be poll picks in Dale Center Top Plays. I feel real, real good about it. Me and Han Yolo contributed for the Garage Guys, putting out some great information on Twitter, at Han Yolo, and on the Garage Guys FantasySports.com website. Be sure to check that out. There's a link below. You can check out all of our betting, DFS articles, and analysis. Greg mathern has got one out, too, for his best bets for the Cup race. I actually haven't read it yet. I need to read it because I'm for, for the Cup race, I finish second every fucking week. I just need to do what Greg does. Honestly. I need I need to diversify and do what Greg does because I finished second. My outrights finish second or third literally every fucking week. And it's a disaster. Be sure to check all that out. But me and Han Yolo are on a good rhythm here with pole qualifying bets. We were texting last night about Brad Keselowski at 70 to 1. I don't I think that was on DraftKings. If I had a big underdog play to add in. For poll picks, it'd be Brad Keselowski. Just because of what happened at Texas. You just never know if they're going to keep experimenting. I got dogs running around. Hey, get out of here. Get out of here. Go. Lila and Lizzie, go. Get out of here. It's always a dog, a madhouse of dogs down here in the heart of America. Um, Brad Keselowski is 60-1 to 1 or 71. like Just because of what he did at Texas is... Important here because if they just keep experimenting, it's the end of the season. Like points aren't much of a priority for them. Their priority is learning for next season. So clearly they learned something at Texas when Brad K went out and got the poll which nobody saw coming. And thank God I was hungover and didn't wake up on time to place my bets. So it was great for me, but I would have bet on Logano and Byron and they qualified second and third. I woke up and I saw Hanyolo tweet and was like, that sucks. Thank God I got drunk the night before and didn't wake up on time. Uh, not going to do that again. But Brad Kozlowski's got to be considered at 70 to 1 or 60 to 1 even, whatever sports book you can find that on. I think right here, uh, we're looking at 60 to 1 for Brad Kozlowski via Barstool Sportsbook. So, or I'm sorry, 40 to 1 for Brad K on Barstool. I think DraftKings has him at 60 or 70. Put a penny on it. Not bad. Put a penny on it. Um, If Tyler Reddick, who on Barstool Sportsbook is plus 600, he's plus 700 on DraftKings. If the books are going to give you that, you got to take it. Homestead is his wheelhouse. Nobody's been better in 2022 at qualifying than Tyler Reddick. If they're going to give you plus 700, you have to take it. You have to take that. Um, Denny Hamlin and Toyota haven't been the best at qualifying recently, so... When I see him at seven to one, seven and a half to one, I'm kind of stepping away. Joey Logano, I just, he's been too good recently. He's been too good recently. I just don't think I'm going to take Logano. Uh, if I'm going Penske, I'm looking at Austin Cindric at 25 to one. Look, he got the pole at Fontana, continuously qualifies in the top 10 at this kind of racetrack. And I know that's kind of a broad term, uh, a broad adjective to say. But when we look at high speed racetracks, Austin Sendrick has been so consistent in qualifying, and he's been super close to breaking through. Qualified second last week at Vegas. He's a guy that could get the pole, and I think he's still worth it at 25 to 1. I'm not really Kyle Busch, kind of there with Denny Hamlin, not really looking at him. Certainly not looking at Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain. Trackhouse hasn't been consistent at qualifying this year on ovals, uh, especially intermediate ovals. DraftKings, you're looking right here, Barstool. All odds are via Barstool Sportsbook, by the way. But Bell is plus 850 on here. DraftKings plus 900. Lock it in. If you're going to give me Bell at 9-1, to one, who is up there in qualifying with Tyler Reddick, arguably has been better than Tyler Reddick on qualifying in 2022 up until recently, up until the last three or four races. Uh, you got you to take that. So, I, I mean, Reddick, Bell, got to take those guys. And then it's kind of up to you on... I'm not going to be on Logano. I just don't think Logano is going to get the poll. Um, it could bite me. We shall see. But I think Joey Logano just I think Pinski's gonna put more into someone like Ryan Blaney, potentially. And Austin Cindric has just been great at qualifying all year long. And that's who I'm gonna ride with at that 25 to one. You don't have to put much on it to win a lot. So I'm gonna ride with Austin Cindric probably. And I'm considering Blaney. But the guy that has been knocking on the door of a pole position is William Byron. Barstool Sportsbook has him at 11-1. to 1. That's the best value I have seen. I would ride that 100%. Qualified third last week. Qualifying since the playoffs started for him and race results. Overall performance for the 2014 since the playoffs started has been not even fucking close to what they had during the summer. And that tells us that that rumor about Team Hendrick, like testing, using the 24 car as their test car because he had two wins early in the season before any of his other Hendrick teammates had gotten to two wins, I think that rumor's true, 110%. It could have been verified and I hadn't seen it, but since the playoffs have started, William Byron's performance qualifying and in race trim has been much better than what we saw throughout the summer. So I love William Byron at 11-1 to one to get the poll. And I basically just told you all my picks. I'll bring them back up in uh in the top plays because they will they'll be in the top plays and we'll go over them again. But I feel good about qualifying bets, guys. I really, really do. Let's move into trucks. I keep wanting to say truck night in America. It's not truck night in America, sadly. Not truck night in America. But it is wake up. Hashtag wake up with trucks. Anytime trucks are racing, I don't care what time it is, I'm watching. And you better be watching too, because it is the best form of motorsports on fucking planet Earth. That is a NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. I'm already, I'm so done with Camping World, guys. I'm so done with Camping World. I want Craftsman now. I want them before the season, season even ends. I want Craftsman. But getting into odds, it's not the best odds we've ever seen, right? It's certainly not the best odds we've ever seen. Last time out, what was the last race? Talladega. Uh, Matt Benedetto. thank you. And is, was that the last race? Trucks run such a fucking limited schedule that it, it, it kills me. It kills me. I can't even remember. Yes, Talladega was the last race. Right now, the books are definitely considering what happened at Kansas. John Hunter Nemechek fucking spanked everybody, and it was a, a terrible night. A terrible night for everybody. He was like plus 300 to open the week. Then he was like plus 250 after qualifying. And don't be surprised if we see the same thing, at least regarding qualifying. Uh, This is a cutoff race for the truck series. Two guys or four guys will get eliminated and the final four will be set from this race. Contrary to the other two series. And John Hunter Niemicek right now is four points outside that cut line. That's a big storyline for the guy that everybody picked basically to win the championship, who I'm sure opened as the favorite to win the championship uh in 2022, he's plus 350. Ryan Priest who finished 3rd at Kansas and has been a mile and a half machine in the number 17 DGR truck, plus 500. Right now Caesar Sportsbook has him at plus 550. I missed out on the plus 700. I never saw a plus 700. I have no fucking clue what book offered him at that, but that's crazy. Uh I think I saw a plus 600 on DraftKings the other night. But I wasn't in a position where I could bet it because I live in Mississippi. So I, what I'm going to do here with Priest is I'm going to wait. And later I'll give you a good stat as to why we're going to wait. But Chandler Smith also at 5-1, to one, Zane Smith at 5-1. to one. The books have definitely started uh, quite the crunch here on a lot of these guys that have dominated the mile and a half. We know Zane Smith's been dominant at this kind of racetrack, went at Kansas earlier this year. Chandler Smith won at Pocono and Las Vegas earlier this year. Talked about Priest, talked about Nemechek. They're crunching the odds. They're trying to limit us, and it's totally warranted with what we've seen out of these guys in the truck series. Then we're looking at Corey Heim, Ty Majeski at 8-1, Christian Eckes at 13-1. to One, Ekis at 13 to one. one factor co- to consider in the truck series, a lot of these guys in this field have never raced, never raced at Homestead. I think that's an important nugget. I think it's a very important nugget when we have limited practice time, a lot of inexperience in this field, Christian Eckes is a guy that has raced here before and in Kyle Busch equipment, has run well. He has a P2 finish in one of his starts and has been fast on this kind of racetrack in 2022. Has he burned me all year long? Absolutely fucking lutely. He's burned me so much this year. I I can't... I'm going to have to take a long look at Christian Eckes. He's not going to be on top plays because I've rode him so many times and he's burned me every single time I've rode him. But that is a factor to consider... Maybe with someone like him, I've seen some guys already on Grant Enfinger, Stuart Friesen, who have the experience of racing here before, when a lot of these younger guys in this series have not been here. Uh, Another guy everybody's talking about, Carson Hosovar. I've definitely got my eye on him. You might see him later in the show. Fade Matt Crafton. Fuck this guy. I don't hate Matt Crafton. I feel bad because he might retire after the end of this year. He's, He's lost it. But another guy that's burned me from a betting side all year long. You know where he's going to end up. I love Thor Sport as an organization. So when I say fuck Matt Crafton, I'm just talking about from a betting perspective. He's he's haunted me every time I've tried to bet on him for like the past two years. But moving on, Parker Kligerman at 40 to one. Tyler Ankrum at 50 to one is interesting. Another guy with a runner-up finish here when he drove for GMS on the number 26 truck. A guy... As driving a truck that should be a front runner on mile and a half racetracks. Austin Hill won here in 2019. Tyler Ankrum has the experience. He's going to be in a fast truck. Keep an eye at 60 to 1 via Caesar Sportsbook. I would check that out ASAP. Other than that, not a whole lot more I'm looking at here. Honestly, that's about it. And then Xfinity Series. The thing I'm going to do with Cup Odds, by the way, I'm going to just let Cup Odds scroll across the screen throughout the show, and I want you guys to type your favorite bets for the Cup Series because I'm at a loss for words. Like I cannot win a fucking bet on Cup Series racing. Not qualifying, but the racing has murdered me over the past month and a half, two months. So I'm going to let you guys give me bets on Cup Series. This is the Xfinity Series that we're looking at, however, and yes, the odds are not great. It's about what I expected, though, with Noah Gragson being plus 190. He's in a win it or crash mentality. Like this is his track. This car in particular, too, when Tyler Reddick drove it, uh, I think William Byron. No, Byron didn't win here, but he won a championship here. Tyler Reddick was amazing here in this junior motorsports car. Noah Gragson has also been amazing here and has been so close to winning three different times. Noah Gragson has been so close to winning here at Homestead. And every single race has ended poorly, whether it was a caution that fucked him, didn't have a good short-run race car, lost on a restart, or David Starr. Bad uh, ca- timings of cautions or David Starr. That's how I Gragson Gregson hasn't won. I'll be fading Ty Gibbs again. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Um, this is another time, I think, between these two guys. And I, I took advantage of this last weekend. Didn't work out. Because I had a lot on Barry. I told you guys I was going to wait since I was at the track to take advantage of a live bet on someone like Gragson or Gibbs late in the race. And I took it on Gibbs. He didn't win, but it was okay because made a lot on Josh Barry. All good there. I'm thinking the same strategy here because at plus 190, plus 200 for Gragson, plus 300 for Ty Gibbs, it's just not worth it. It is just never fucking worth it. Let's wait. Wait for somebody to get a speeding penalty. Wait for them to have an issue, spin out, minimal damage, and then we hammer the live bet. That's how I would treat these two guys: Justin Allgaier at seven to one, Trevor Bayne at seven to one, Josh Berry last weekend's winner at eight to one, AJ Allmendinger at twelve to one. Looking at Austin Hill, a lot of guys are talking about him already. A guy that's won here in the Truck Series. Twenty-one cars had some speed. Good playoff driver, Brandon Jones. At that same line, at sixteen to one, is a guy that we got to look out for, Brandon Jones, the Flat Track King. This isn't the flattest track ever, but this is a track that Brandon Jones has been really good at over his his eighty year career in the Xfinity Series. Sam Mayer at sixteen to one as well. Never raced here before. Keep that in mind. Sheldon Creed at twenty to one. Look over on DraftKings Sportsbook. Sheldon's over at thirty to one. So consider that thirty to one. 700 for plus 700 for a top three i love those lines daniel Hamrick at 40 to 1 nope riley herps at 40 to 1 nope sanchez back in the number 48 at 50 to 1 Landon castle 80 to 1 chandler smith the truck god himself truck god the second making another xfinity series start and the sam hunt racing toyota machine excited to see him out there and that's about all i'm looking at that's about all i'm looking at fellas we talk about Brandon Jones a little bit about Sheldon Creed. I gave you the strategy for uh, uh, Noah Gragson and Ty Gibbs. Um, I want to wait on practice and qualifying to get them to to see what we're looking at. That, that I think is the best strategy. All right, all right. Savage Joe Craftsman sounds just right. Yes, sir. Absolutely, it does. K. Gavin fifteen says C. Bell is ten to one for pole on Caesars. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. I didn't even know Caesars had pull odds up. I did not see them, but I know they were up last week or a couple weeks ago. Spurs said lastly got me so fired up I'm over here revving my Craftsman cordless drill like it's a fucking 750 horsepower V8. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Troy V says, Eckes to win laughing face. Or oh, no, that's a sad face. It looks like a beat up face. Jason Pettigrew, welcome back. Can't wait for truck night. Unfortunately, it's not truck night, but it is hashtag wake up with trucks. Still good. Troy, I can't, we'll see. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can ride Eccas with you, man. I don't know. Matthew McClellan, welcome back. Reddick, already got the parlay energy. Let's fucking go. Reddick poll, Jones top five, host of our top three, $100 bet would win 12 grand. That's a good one to start out with. I love it. I love it. Troy V, Gragson to win. That's it. Uh, Nick Hook says, yo, can we bet on the Oscars already on DK, Elmayo? Yeah, I mean, at some point, you you should be able to. Nick Hook, always talking about Joey Logano. Always talking about Joey Logano. I can't do it. Greg McThurn says, Dale, I'm going to be honest on the cup outright. it been talking with Ryan and some of the action experts. Just no value. I totally agree. 100%. Maybe KFB, but I can't do it. I'm there with you, man. I've been on KFB so much. Uh, for some reason, once again, I'm kind of gravitating to Toyotas, and in particular, Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin. But no value. Denny hasn't qualified well recently, so I can't take 7-1 to one because I expect that to drop if his qualifying performance trends as it has trended throughout the entire playoffs. Hammonds, thank you. Mullet looks fucking fire tonight. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Gregson started in the back yet last year, so maybe wait for another number and was also top 20 in last stage. Yeah, I mean you just have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose by waiting on Gregson unless you won't have the ability to live bet on Saturday. There's just no point in taking plus 190. It's just not it's not going to shrink after qualifying. Like I there is there's no fucking way the books would be crazy to shrink it any more than it is right now. That's what I think. Moving on. Outside of NASCAR, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Formula 1 aka Netflix Club Racing. Is back. The Netflix Club Racing is back in the United States of America for the United States Grand Prix at Circuit of the Americas. And as I'm talking about this, we have the Netflix Club betting segment back once again. And I got to get my guy Spurs Ted Lasso. If you were here last time, we had a Formula One segment, which I think it's been three weeks because I took one week off. And it wasn't even a fucking week. I took like two days off. And I plan on taking five. It's impossible. But the last time we had a Formula One, aka Netflix betting club segment, first Ted Lasso came on here, gave all these plus odds bets, and every single one of them hit. And he cleared over 14 units. 14 units if you had tailed every single bet he gave. That is a fucking monster weekend on Formula One. So... I am getting this guy right back in here. He's bringing the energy, I expect nothing less than winners, excitement, probably some beer to be drinking live on stream, and now we await his return. The invite has been sent, Spurs Ted Lasso. But I got the music playing, we're feeling fucking good, ladies and gentlemen. Trevor says, LOL, you see Ricardo riding the horse of the track? No, I did not. I actually did not see that. Uh, Nick Hook says, Joey was winning the championship and will win the next three. See, that's interesting because the last time Joey was in a similar-ish position, I think back to 2015 when he swept that, that entire round of the playoffs, once he wins a race, he becomes like, Super dangerous. So I, I don't hate that. I don't hate that mindset. Um, I just cannot believe the speed they had. I could not believe the speed they had at Vegas. I expected it out of Blaney. I didn't expect it really out of any other Fords. But man, Joey was good. Joey was really good. And you got to give a lot of credit to Paul Wolfe on that late race call. At the end of the day, Joey had lost that race, was terrible on restarts chastain was probably gonna win it who was one of my picks and paul wolf made a decision come to pit road get the fresh tires about 20 to go and he fucking chomped through that field so paul wolf deserves a lot of credit for that win i just don't think they're going to follow up with the same speed i really don't believe that but i respect this mindset as i said also, as I said, I'm going to let Dixie Vodka 400 odds for the cup race kind of flow on the bottom of the screen because, as me and Greg Mathern talked about, we don't think there's really much value. I'm leaning towards Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin for guys that I think will come out and win the race. Just don't think there's enough value there, especially for Denny Hamlin for a guy that hasn't qualified well enough. But we got to get Spurs. We got to get my guy Spurs Ted Lasso in here. Matthew, welcome back. Joey, for three, you're insane. You have a better shot of Denny punching him. (laughs) And then Trevor follows up and says, should have punched Denny when I had my chance at Richmond. Trevor's a big Joey Logano fan, if anybody didn't know. There he is, Spurs Ted Lasso. Sending link to my laptop one second. All right, we're waiting. We're waiting, Spurs Ted Lasso. Lila, I need you to stop whining. Chill out. Lila, shh, you shut your mouth, shut your mouth, no, don't come over here, go away, go, go, I hate to be this way, you'll get your snuggles later, go, tired of your whining, you're being a baby, Matthew says this car won't allow it and the Hendrick cars are going to have speed, man, I don't know, Hendrick has been kind of all over the place, I like William Byron I think this could be their time but they they definitely didn't have the speed last week Link not working what the fuck hold on let me try it again Link should work 100% of the time Link should always work Jason Pedigree says, if Bush does another unassisted solo spin again, I'm going to lose it. Every fucking race, dude, I look up and he spins out by himself. It is crazy. Like, out of all drivers, man, like this car is just cursed until he's out of it, right? It's just been a, a terrible season for him and that 18 team. Just a terrible season. They've been snake bitten. I think Joe Gibbs is intentionally sabotaging his cars because he hates them. Al top 10. Brandon Jones, top five. Ekis, top five. Plus, one, nine, seven, zero. $100 wins $1,970. I don't hate that. Alex Wright, welcome back. Briscoe, plus 2,500. Man, he he was good here in Xfinity, huh? But there's a lot of tracks he was good at that have not translated just yet. Um, and I think that's a credit to Stuart Haas not being super fast, but Briscoe has been very inconsistent on the mile and a half. It's crazy that he even got a top five last week. Crazy. And when you look at his overall performance, I'm just not sure about Chase Briscoe, but it would be something if he did get that win, Alex. All right. Pinsky does a great job with Phoenix. Yes, they were good. They were good in the spring too. Ryan Blaney arguably had the best car for most of that race. Nick Hook says, if Joey wins Homestead, he wins the next two. He knows how to win short tracks with this car, and no way in Helmpinski will throw Phoenix away. Man, yeah, I mean, that's a good analysis. Like, if you could take Joey for the future, I don't know what Joey's future is, but it's probably not a bad bet if. I mean, they-, they have the most time to prepare for Phoenix. Like, that's all they fucking care about. Like, everything should be going into Phoenix for those guys right now. So, the mindset there is good. But speaking of mindset, there's no one out there right now in the Formula One world that has a better mindset than this guy right here. Everybody, please give a round of applause to my guy, Spurs Ted Lasso. Welcome back to the Netflix Club betting series. Here we are on Dale Center talking Formula One once again, and we are in the United States of America for Dale Center, Formula One. I'm going to cut the music here. He's turning the laptop, computer, phone sideways. You got to do what you got to do. Can we hear me? I can hear you just fine. The voice sounds great. How are you feeling tonight, my guy? How are you feeling about the weekend? You know,
1: I am freaking excited about it's the sports equinox. Um, I mean, this is the week of the year that I live for every day of my life. I I wouldn't have any reason to live without being able to watch 10 sports in a day. Um, and we've got I think every racing series besides any car as weekend. can, so I mean vibes are good. I'm feeling nice, I need to get in my uh get my bush about at least halfway down that phone. The link stressed me out. I'm over here using my phone. I don't know what it's gonna be like, but we're we're running with it, however it works.
0: Hell yeah brother, got the nice looking glass too. I think a train just went by my house. I thought it was raining for a second and was scared about my internet. But, no, continue. You got the Ferrari shirt again. I'm sure we'll see a Ferrari pick in in here at some point. But continue with what you are saying.
1: You know, yeah, we'll we'll have one uh, small Ferrari pick. But I got to be honest. Uh, You know, if you're an F1 fan and you've ever went F1 fan clothing shopping – you will soon learn that not only is F1 clothing expensive, but it's all made for 140-pound European white men. Um, I love bush light and double quarter pounders, so not a lot I can fit in. This is all I got, so we're, we're rocking this basically until
2: I lose.
0: There you go. Yeah, I love that, and the, you got the Blaney hat too. Again, right? Is that what I'm seeing? Oh About yeah. The you gotta keep the same mantra. If, if if things are going well, you keep doing the same thing. That's how I am. I'm very superstitious. So with that being said, the energy's here. We're looking at odds for the race winner. Scrolling on the bottom of the screen, as we see that, let's just dive right into it, baby. Give me your first play for the U.S. Grand Prix at Circuit of the Americas.
1: All right. So this first one, we're gonna start small. Um, obviously, you guys know there's gonna be. Nothing but plus money bets here that's all we ever do and I usually hate taking winners because F1 if it's not the guy that's good that's that year it's just a waste of time however this weekend I feel like we could steal one here you know Verstappen, he's already got the title locked up uh, Red Bull basically already has the constructors title locked up Ferrari I think has to outscore them by like 19 points this weekend which is going to be pretty damn hard for them Um Signs, though, is still locked in a big battle for, uh, or sorry, Perez is still locked in a big battle for second in the Drivers' Championship against Leclerc. Um, and these two guys, you know, these two guys, they've already won this year. So we at least have some sort of shot. We don't need a crazy amount of just anarchy to happen before we could cash one of these two guys. And thanks to our lovely friends over at uh, Superbook. We've got some pretty crazy odds. I mean, that's my other thing with F one too. I mean, you got one guy it's usually what minus two fifty, I think, maxes this weekend. But then everyone else with a legitimate shot is usually ass. Infinity level ass this year. You got plus three hundred, plus four hundred. Now, Superbook has gifted us gifted us with some uh, some proper prices here. So we'll go ahead and split our first unit in half. Hope we can get maybe lucky um, and get one of the guys. I mean. The two tracks I'm looking at this weekend just give you all a I mean, you obviously, everyone likes to split F1 tracks into high downforce and high speed. Um, but there's a couple tracks that don't really fit into that, and you really need both. Now, that's this weekend down in Austin. Uh, fuck Texas, by the way. And then Spa and Silverstone. Now, Perez got second in both of those races, Silverstone and Spa. And signs actually won the British Grand Prix um, at Silverstone. So if we can get one of these two, I mean, we're done for the weekend. What does it matter?
0: Love the confidence there. And I I love anything that has four figures when we're looking at a money line, right? Uh, We've hit on quite a few of those in the NASCAR world. I'd love to see more of that in the Formula One world. I think that's a good start to your top plays. Let's move on to the next one.
1: Uh, For two units – we're going Alonzo, top six, plus 200. Uh, so Alpine came out with a new floor before Singapore. Alonzo really liked that. Apparently, they're coming out with a further floor update this weekend. Um, Alonzo, I mean, Alpine in general, they're pretty much the fastest of the midfield. And when I say midfield, I'm talking everyone outside of Ferrari, Mercedes, and Red Bull. Uh, McLaren's probably their biggest threat in that since, but um, after a couple tough weeks, Alpine actually came back and reclaimed fourth spot in the Constructors' Championship in uh, in Japan, I believe. Um, Alonzo's finished top six in three of his last five. He was P5 at Spa, P5 at Silverstone, just like I said on that first bet, really looking at those two tracks. Um, and I mean, this this bet elsewhere was really around anywhere from 130 to 150, depending on what book. You were looking at, so, shock of the world, MGM giving us value of the century here. Um, And, I mean, you got, okay, so like I said, you got Alpine versus McLaren. Danny Ricciardo, I I mean, he's riding a horse into the paddock. Uh, My man loves America. I love him, but I don't really think he's that focused right now. Um, I freaking hate, uh, what's his, Norris? Yeah, a little, is that? Yeah, no not not can't put my money on him and then if you look at alpine together i mean alonzo's a two-time world drivers champion that's that's all i want so
0: love that and i love daniel ricardo uh just because and i know he he's the on. he's not the bet here but he is the man and he would he would appreciate this right here he would love this dale heart tie he's a big dale yeah. Earnhardt tie. but i like the bet too we're staying with the plus money final bet this is going to be a three unit play from what I hear. Ladies and gentlemen, a three unit max play on a Netflix Club race. Take it away. All right.
1: So everyone's probably going to laugh when this hits the screen, right? You never want to realize that this is not to set the fastest lap. This is to literally be going the fastest at any point around the track during the race. Doesn't matter where the hell they are, they could be flying. Straight off turn one into the outer space, and as long as they're going 360 kilometers an hour, we win this bet. But so Williams, I mean, Williams obviously incredibly slow around the track. However, their car strategy this year has basically just been no downforce, just vibes. They got, I mean, they they can't do nothing in the corners, but their record as far as top speed is just unbelievable. So at Japan, Latifi's, so now this is you're, This is talking the top speeds of each lap, the slowest top speed of a lap for Latifi last weekend, or I guess two weeks ago, whatever, 308 kilometers per hour, it's too lazy to convert that into freedom units, but any other driver, their highest was 307 kilometers an hour, and there was only about three guys there. Um, So he's the slowest the Williams is going on straightaways is still faster than everyone else. Um,
0: So we're essentially just talking about the the best straightaway speed. And Coda has long straightaways for anybody that's familiar with the track layout. NASCAR runs there, Formula One's been there, IndyCar's been there. Long straightaways. So just the fastest straight line speed is what we're looking at, correct?
1: Correct. And the way F1 does it is they set up speed traps, which I assume Coda is either going to be or going into turn one on the front stretch or the back stretch, maybe I think the back stretch is probably longer. Doesn't matter. The Williams is going to go be going the fastest when they get past there. Um, I mean, looking at speed trap results throughout the year, I mean they've just dominated Suzuka. Both the Williams are top two. Monza, both the Williams are top two. Monza, everyone knows palace of speed. My lovely Italians. If you can go fast there, if you can be the fastest there unequivocally, you're going to be the fastest everywhere. Uh, I mean, through the first 13 races, both the Williams cars were averaging over three kilometers an hour better than the average uh, car in the field for their top speed. Um, and their main competitors here is probably the, uh, the Red Bulls and their powertrain this year. However, um, it's some sleuthing on Twitter today. And some man has went and taken a picture of every wing for the weekend. Sadly, besides Williams, because I'm sure he probably thought it doesn't matter. But the Red Bull car has a damn barn door on the back. They're running super high downforce. And I don't know what Williams can do to add downforce besides putting a plain wing on the top. So, I mean, if their toughest competition is running high downforce, this may be the lock of the century.
0: I, I fucking love it. And I did not know this bet existed. And Troy V. asked, what book offers fastest lap? And now, this fastest
1: bit, lap is like every book.
0: That's a different it, bet, though. That's a different right. bet. But fastest, this bet in particular is on DraftKings, Troy.
1: Yeah. it's uh, I believe it's team props. And it's like all the way to the right, Troy.
0: There you go. There you go. And uh, one final question before we let you go. Micah Rittenhouse asks, "What's that in miles per hour, aka freedom units?" Did we do any clear, clear, clear-cut math before you go?
1: Um, all right. Well, you know,
0: the answer is no. We're not. We're not going to do the math. There's, we don't just, have
1: any math here.
0: But we're going to call it I 190 tell you that in humans. 1.5 in.
1: times a mile, so that's probably like 220 miles an hour.
0: Yeah. There you go. That's so that's, that's a good enough answer for gone,
1: me. So it doesn't matter.
0: There you go. As far as Ted Lasso, we got six units on this race. The confidence is sky high. Don't forget, everybody. He cleared fourteen, over fourteen units on his bets last time he was here. Massive day. We're looking to have another massive day this 4-0. weekend. Make it four and zero, or what? This would make it seven and zero, or six and 8 and zero. Undefeated yeah, is all that matters. Here.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna be batting foul. well. I don't know if we'll get one of the two winners. That'll require some luck. But the damn Williams is going to get us that 9.9 units.
0: Let's fucking go, baby. Spurs Ted so I appreciate you very much, sir. Okay. Good luck this appreciate weekend. Appreciate
1: you, boys. Good luck to everyone this weekend.
0: Cheers, brother. It's going to be a big one. All right. Well, how about that? Six units on the line and betting on Williams, which I know Williams is not very good, right? But the information there I thought was was excellent. thought it was excellent information, a bet that I did not know about. Maybe you didn't know about either, and now you can go find it, check it out, and ride the bets with us. So there you have it. That's all we're doing. Which is what we're going to be doing next. By the way, 10 Naka says 360 kilometers per hour equals 223. Greg says 380 equals 236. Either way, freedom units. Who knows? Who knows? Micah says the guy maybe not hate the F1 portion. Good stuff. Hey, I love that. Love to hear that. Spurs said lasso doing a great job. I'll get the cup odds back on the bottom of the screen. As I said, anytime throughout the show, feel free to give me cup bets because I'm terrible at them. For the cup race, at least. Feel good about pole picks. Cup race, not so much. Odds are gonna be on the bottom of the screen. Find some value for me and Greg Mathurin. We need it. We need the help. Let's get into the Wall of Dale real quick. I'm gonna stay positive. I think that these three guys deserve all the bad bad part of the wall to themselves. Four oh one K Theft champion, David Starr and aka the, the, the biggest tragedy of my lifetime in NASCAR betting. Because of him, he stays. Austin Syndrick, permanently dead to Dale. We all know that. And Martin Truex Jr. in prison. I gave him one chance, and last week was that final chance. I said, if he wins, I'll take him out of prison. Can't do it. He's just incapable. He he hates. He hates winning more than anybody. He loves to lose, Martin Truex Jr. That's that's what he does. So I'm, I just want to be positive. I just want to be big positive Dale Tanhart tonight. And I want to start out with a guy that I don't think has made an appearance in the Wall of Dale draft. And I talked about him earlier. You might see him again after you see his picture. Never made the Wall of Dale draft appearance, ever. Never been drafted. That changes today. Tyler Ankrum. Now I have bet on him a few times. I know you guys have bet on him too, and he's he's been a killer absolute killer in in the worst way possible. I feel something good about this guy. Plus 700 for a top 5 in a truck that should be a top 5 truck and the experience that he has at Homestead with a field of pure youth. And we didn't race here in 2021 in the truck series. So the experience, I think, matters. He's in a truck that's one one here before and he is almost one year before. Tyler Ankrum at his value. 60 to 1, 14 to 1 for top 3, 700 for top 5. I dabble in all three of them. Josh Berry, honorable guy that is a 401k grand national champion. Might be one of the biggest of the year after, after last weekend. Hey, Lila, I know. Go, go, get out of here. We talked about him earlier couple guys said they're already gonna bet on him. I don't think the value is worth it, but Noah Gragson, Mullet, Noah Gragson is my picture that I have of him. Mullet looks great, he should bring it back. But Noah's gonna be tough to beat. Noah is gonna be tough to beat, no matter what price he's at. He's gonna be the favorite. He's probably gonna lead the most laps. Keep an eye out for Noah Gragson, but please don't bet him at plus 190. Please don't. Oh, well, shit. that's bad over may have just accidentally cursed him by dropping the pick. Moving on. Another guy. guy that's been good for me on the betting side of things. I wish he would have won Pocono because I, I, Pocono was one of the few truck races I didn't profit on in 2022. I didn't pick Chandler Smith. I had Ryan Priest, and he finished second, but he did it for me at Nashville. I think he did it for me somewhere else, but I can't remember at the moment. Uh, a top five machine on the mile and a half when he's been in this number 17 truck. He's raced at Homestead before. Experience factors there. Blazing fast truck on this kind of racetrack. Ryan Priest. Love him. Love him, love him, love him. Uh, But top plays, I have one stat that's going to make you change your mind about how to treat Ryan Priest this weekend. Stay tuned for that. But just know that I do love him. I think he's going to be doing it for Dale this weekend. Doing it for Dale. 401k, Grand National Champion. Another guy that I think is going to be doing it for Dale. And I don't think I've. I think this is also his debut in the Wall of Dale draft. Guy I mentioned earlier, going to be taking over for Noah Gragson next year in the number nine car. But right now he's one of those pretty fast Toyotas, number 19. That's Brandon Jones. Five consecutive top ten finishes here. Two consecutive runner-up finishes at Homestead, Miami. And the direction in which I'm leaning for Cup, if I had to, if you put a gun to my head and said, hey, pick two guys, it would probably be these two guys. And it it's, it makes me sad. but um, and, and a guy that hasn't been up on the wall in a minute. And I saw him at a casino last weekend in Vegas at the Conrad. And that's Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. I saw some videos recently that he was on Danica Pod, uh, Danica Patrick's podcast He said some fucking spicy-ass shit on there, dude. Straight up. They had a great conversation, it seems like. I've only listened to a couple clips, but I like Denny Hamlin. I think he could get it done this weekend. But I'm not betting on him before practice and qualifying because we're not going to see him drop below plus 700. There's just no chance in hell. And me and Greg are big data guys. Greg probably more so than me. Um, actually, no, not probably is more so than me. I use a lot of the eye test from watching NASCAR for 25 years consecutively. Uh, haven't missed a race since like 2003, I think. And I think that's like an actual stat. I don't think I've missed a race in 19 years. Uh, Kyle Busch, the speed, the speed has been there and it just feels like a, what's most likely to happen move when you consider how good they have been on this kind of racetrack. Stop spinning out, Kyle Busch. Stop spinning out. Stop it. Solo car spins are ruining his chance every single week when he's got really fucking good race cars. He's won here before. He's won two championships here before. Kyle fucking Bush. And I think he's around 14 to 1, 12 to 1. If there's an outright that you could bet, I think there's a little bit of value on that. We'll see. But yeah, I think Kyle Busch could, once again... Could be doing it for Dale this weekend. I don't even know if you can. Yeah, you can still see him. Good deal. Good deal. All right. 401k Grand National Champion is an elite list of drivers, and there's a strong chance I'll be betting on both of these guys this weekend. Uh, one of the most profitable drivers for me in the Truck Series in 2022 has been this cat. He'll be NASCARfinity next season. He's got a championship to go win, though, and that's Chandler Smith, a.k.a. Truck God the Second. I think plus 500 or plus 600 is something you can you should consider jumping on because Kyle Busch Motorsports has been really fucking good at qualifying this year. And if he gets the pole or if he qualifies second and has strong lap averages, the books will drop him and John Hunter both below the plus 400 mark, I think. So think about that. I'm in debate about it. I'm in debate about, it. and that's like the worst place to be in because I think he's going to be fast. I think he's going to be tough to beat. But I also consider the playoff situation. Think about the playoff situation here. I said it earlier. John Hunter Nemechek is minus four points to that cut line. Chandler Smith is plus 30 to the cut line. So you got to think that Chandler Smith and team orders could come into play here. I'm not saying they will. I'm not saying it's super likely. But I don't think that's crazy to think about that narrative play and think all eyes on John Hunter. All eyes on John Hunter. I still think at Bristol last year, 100% John Hunter didn't didn't pass him to let Chandler Smith win and get into the playoffs. And I don't know if John Hunter would have passed him in that Bristol race fall 2021 where Chandler Smith won. I don't know if John Hunter would have passed him, but it definitely seemed like to me he cut him a break on the final couple laps. Think about it. Kyle Busch Motorsports would not surprise me if they used team orders in in a tricky situation. And they put everything they had in John Hunter Niemicek, knowing that Chandler Smith is probably safe in that Final Four. Nonetheless, he's been a profit machine in 2022, and there's a good chance could bet him for something. And and this guy I, I'm 100% betting on. It's probably going to happen tonight. Um, I'm going to head to the casino. Oh, shit. I, I forgot about I got to get first touchdown bets in, too for the Cardinals-Saints game. But uh, Tyler Reddick. Tyler fucking Reddick, the red dog, for a pole position. I would consider betting on him to win, too. I don't think he'll fall below plus 700. You can wait on practice and qualifying, but Homestead is his playground. Tyler fucking Reddick, the red dog. These three guys. These three guys alone have won me so much money this year. Compared to all these other motherfuckers around here, over there, these three guys have saved my season on profit. So there you have it. That's the Wall of Dale draft. I got some comments here. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. First said Lasso says, Best compliment I've ever received, DBH, about what Micah said about not hating the F1 portion. Trevor, best, for, best bet, Ford 1 2 finish plus 900 had some of the faster speeds during test. I don't know how much. I'm not a big guy on uh test sessions mattering a lot, especially since it's been fucking eight months since we tested. Or did we test any time recently? I don't know. Somebody fill me in on that. I, I I didn't know we tested sometime. No wait, yeah, we came we did test here. We tested here after uh or before or after Texas, I think. Nonetheless, I'm still not big on using the test sessions to bear like a bunch of weight on what I think is gonna happen. But it definitely is notable. So it is it is information that could be valuable. Greg says KFB 14-1 at Bar-Sol. That's where I see him as value if I can get past the bad luck. Totally agree. Matthew McClellan with another triple crown broccoli wad parlay. Reddick pull Brandon Jones or yeah, Reddick pull Brandon Jones top three, Tyler Ankrum top five, hundred dollar bet wins seventeen grand. Troy V with the with the, another parlay. Kez Paul, Gragson win, Anchor of top five, Williams fastest speed. A hundred dollar bet wins three hundred and ninety grand. Holy shit. That is that is that is a hell of a parlay. And we're past the triple crown stage with that. We're at, we're at a big four way right there. Reed, welcome back. Tess was at homestead three weeks ago. Got it. Cause I, I talked to Tyler Reddick in Charlotte and he said he was about to fly out for a test. And I, I couldn't remember what week that was, but regardless. Another parlay. K. Gavin 15. Red dog pole. Ankrum top five. Creed top five. Jawan Johnson. Anytime touchdown. 100 bucks. Win 64 grand. I might have to ride the look. I might have to ride the anytime touchdown. Jawan Johnson. No, no question about that. But let's get into the Dale Center Top 5 plays real quickly. I've touched on most of these at some point. Um, At Dale Center Top Play number 5, Tyler Ankrum. Talked about him. I like the experience. I like the track. I like what Hattori Racing has done with his number 16 truck at this racetrack. Yes, it was Austin Hill. And we have found out that Austin Hill is a really good race car driver, probably better than we thought he was in the truck series with a very, very strong rookie campaign. But regardless, this truck has speed. It 110% has speed. If he doesn't get let down by his own mistakes or his pit crew, I think a top five could 100% be in the cards. I love Tyler Ankrum as the number five play. You can put a fucking dollar on the plus 6,000 and be okay. You'd be all right. But the, the plus 1,400 top three, plus 700 top five, all via Caesars Sportsbook. You know, we gave Caesars a lot of flack early in the year. Their odds as of recent have been awesome. Like way behind. I don't know if they're just behind or if they're trying to bring bring people over by saying, Hey, we'll offer a little bit more here. We'll look at DraftKings and see that and be like, nah, we'll we'll add a couple more. We'll add you see eighteen hundred there, we'll make it plus two thousand. You see plus two two thousand there, we'll make it plus twenty two hundred. That kind of shit matters, and Caesars has been doing that recently. Talked about him briefly. Didn't mention him. I don't love him this weekend, so he didn't make the wall, and I don't hate him, but I just really like the value here with Carson Josevar. If you exclude Kansas, which he was dreadfully slow both Kansas races this year, especially Kansas, who still got a second-place finish because his team was aggressive on strategy and pushed the fuel to the end, Mile and a half has been pretty good. Intermediates, pretty good. Had the best truck at Charlotte, was really good at Pocono. Uh, I think he had speed at Vegas as well. And the guy's never won a race. He's getting close. He's been knocking on the door of a win. He's out of the playoffs, has nothing to lose. We know he's going to have a ride for next year. I don't even know. We haven't even confirmed what truck he's going to be in or if he's going to be in an Xfinity car. I imagine he'll be back in trucks. But considering all this, he's got no pressure. He has no pressure to win, to come out here and win. The team is going to be really aggressive on strategy, which I always love betting on those guys. That's why I've always said I like betting on Joey Logano because Paul Wolf is his crew chief. and I know they're going to be aggressive on strategy. And sometimes I still don't do it when I should. But I like that. I like that mantra. I like that narrative here for Carson Hosovar at Homestead, Miami. If they bring something just anywhere close to what they had at Charlotte, they're going to be fucking tough to beat. I mean, they had a rocket ship at Charlotte. I know it was a while ago. I know they've had some struggles as of recent. But when you look at 25 to 1, the books have finally brought him back down. Because for a while, we were seeing him at 12 to 1, or 13 to 1, 15 to 1, fucking even 10 to 1 during a lot of races this year. Now is the time to hop on Carson Hostovar. The train could. Look, Lila, what are you doing? Come here. Come here. I want y'all to see my, my girl Lila. Come
2: here. Come here. Come here. Come on. Come on.
0: There's Lila. She's a nervous wreck. We're watching. Yeah. There you go.
2: There you go. Very
0: pretty girl. Now you're, you're bugging the shit out of me though, okay? You're making me mad. Go lay down. Go. I love you. Well, come on, Lila. Nope. 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 Not come on. Go. Go. Anyway, I like Carson Hosevar. I think the value's there. Uh, I'm probably not going to take the top five at plus 300. I'm looking more go go big or go home. That's kind of what Carson Hosovar has been, especially from a betting standpoint. So 25 to 1 plus 700. Don't be surprised if you see that on my betting card this weekend. Moving on. Number three. Talked about all these guys, right? Talked about all these guys. If If there was a fifth guy I were to add, it would be Brad Keselowski at 60 to 1 or 70 to 1. We'll get that out of the way. Once again, put a fucking penny on it. It could happen. It could definitely happen with Brad Kay. But the top four guys, just like we did last week, except last week it was a top play this time, um, feeling it as a number three play. I'm wearing the number three, the Dale tie. Tyler Reddick, plus 750. Christopher Bell, plus 900. William Byron, plus 1,100. Or Austin Sendrick, plus 2,500 to win the poll. If you bet on all four of these guys, and one of them gets to the poll, you will profit unless you are just incredibly stupid with your unit allocation. There's a very minimal chance you would not profit. So I love this. One of these four guys to get the poll. I want somebody to tell me what Caesars has on these guys because I have not looked at Caesars on poll bets. I've just been using DraftKings and Barstool from what I'm looking at. And apparently Caesars has Chris Bell at plus 1,000. And if that happens... Halftime of the Saints game, I'm fucking heading to the Beau Ravage or the or the IP or the fucking uh, wait. Who has Caesars down here? Harris has Caesars down here. I, I'll have to go to Harris. Regardless, I like one of these four guys to win the poll. And if you can find value over on Caesars, find it. Uh, I know the twenty-five to one was on Barstool compared to twenty-two to one on DraftKings when talking about Austin Syndrich. William Byron had better value on Barstool as well, while Bell had better value on DraftKings, and Reddick had better value on DraftKings as well. So I love that. I feel good about qualifying bets as we have the last few weeks. Number two, I'm taking Brandon Jones over Sam Mayer. Briefly talked about it. Last five races at Homestead for Brandon Jones, who's been in the Xfinity Series for 73 years. Uh, three eighth-place finishes and then two runner-up finishes. The guy is good here, and he's in a good car. And... He always stinks up and, and wins races when we don't expect him. Right now, the books, if you want to look at a to-win bet, offering 15-1 to 1 right now, 16-1. to 1. Love that. Absolutely love that. I'll probably bet that before I leave because he's in a good enough race car that can get the job done. He's won a race this year, and he's got the experience at Homestead. You want to look at this matchup, Sam Mayer's never raced here before. And I'm not even saying, like, Sam Mayer I don't think is a bad outright bet because he's a guy that's been kind of close to winning. In a matchup, though, I'm going to lean with the guy. If you're going to give me minus 110 on both sides, I'm going to lean with the guy that's got the experience and the resume to get the job done at Homestead Miami, and that is Brandon Jones. So I love this matchup. I think this is like last week I had Barry over Almendinger, two-and-a-half unit play. Same thing here. I would put two-and-a-half units on this one. I think it's a max play. All right, anybody guess what the number one play is? Lila, get out of here. Shut up and go. Stop whining. Go. 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 Lila, go. Stop looking at me like that. Get out of here. Number one play, Dale Center top five plays, is Ryan Priest. Plus 550 to win, plus one seventy five for top three. That is via Caesars. But hold the phone. Bet the top three now. Go ahead and bet the top three. I don't see that moving in your favor at all. When you compare that to other books, DraftKings has them at, like, plus 120. I think Barstool, plus 125. Caesars has better value for top three. But do not pull the trigger on him to win just yet, and I'll tell you why. I think we will see better value after qualifying because I think John Hunter, Chandler Smith, Corey Heim are going to run the table in single-lap time trials and then we're going to see some expansion on Ryan Priest's odds, and a good stat here to tell you to wait on Ryan Priest. In six of nine races, Ryan Priest has qualified worse than fifth. If he does that again, if he qualifies outside the top five, and both Kyle or all three, you don't even need all three; just two, just two of them. If two of the Kyle Busch Motorsports trucks qualify within the top three or on the front row. I think we could see plus 700, maybe plus 800 to get. And there's a few races where Priest has qualified outside the top 10. This truck, when he's been in it, has not been a great qualifier. The one time he got the pole was at Nashville, and he did win that race. But we know that this truck has raced better than it has qualified if you just look at the data with Ryan Priest inside of that truck. So I'm waiting. I'm going to wait. I'm going to take the chance that we see something better than plus 550, plus 600. Apparently, I saw on Twitter, somebody bet him at plus 700. I never fucking saw that. Not once. Never saw it. Um, Regardless, I'm waiting on Priest. Oh, the damn Saints game started already. Fuck. Anyway, let's wait on Ryan Priest. You're going to get better than plus 550. All right, let's see some comments. All right, more triple crowns. Let's go. Cindric Pole, host of our top five, Gragson Xfinity win. Plus $2,7500. $100 wins $27.5 grand if that hits. Ammons, Ankram Outright. Oh my God. Ankram Outright, Gragson Outright, MTJ Top Three. $100 wins $33 grand. MTJ has finished in the top three consistently since 2017. First, second, second, 12th, and third, that's a hell of a stat. But one thing I've learned about NASCAR Cup racing in 2022 is, especially with Martin Truex Jr., those stats have not held a lot of fucking weight. So I can't, I can't do that one. I can't do a Truex top three. I don't hate Byron to win. I think, as Greg said, like I, I'm from a value perspective, there's just nothing on the board that I want to invest in. Yes, son of smoke should have known. Talk about Ryan Priest, absolutely. Priest, low key truck god, yeah, and he'll uh, he might be in Cup next year. Cole Custer might be out of that ride, so think about that. You want to add more narrative with all this swirling around in the news of Stuart Haas, Ryan Priest? I mean, this could be his biggest audition of the year. This could be by far his biggest audition of 2022. With all this news swirling around that Custer may or may not be back in that car. Someone like Tony Stewart might want to put Ryan Priest in it. What better way to audition and get back into that ride by going out here and winning at Homestead and beating Kyle Busch Motorsports Trucks and Zane Smith? Hammonds, oh, Priest top three, Brandon Jones top three, Truex top three. Plus 48.50. Yeah, I can't do the Truex top three. Let me give you guys mine. Uh, thank you guys because the energy is much, much stronger than it was last week. Uh, on guys coming in here giving a lot of parlays. You guys have done awesome this time. This is the – oh, I didn't put the overlay up. Shit. All right, whatever. We can still do it. Tan Hart Triple Crown Play of the Weekend, all right? I'm feeling fucking electric, spicy, anything you can think of. Any, Any extravagant term you can think of to describe high electricity, high energy, that's what I'm feeling right now. I know he's dead to Dale, Austin Sendrick. But he's been great at qualifying. So I'm going to go a Cindric pole position, a Priest top three, and a Brandon Jones top five. $100 wins $11,538. And look, I'm not. don't be surprised if I do this. Don't be surprised if I make multiple parlays and I have Priest top three, Brandon Jones top five, and I take out Cindric pole and I put Bell pole in. I take out Bell pole and I put Reddick pole in. You can make three of those parlays, 20 bucks. Well, I mean you could do 5 bucks on each. 5 bucks on two, 10 bucks on one, and I think they have a great shot of hitting. If you want to take all the poll picks that I like, which are Bell Byron, Reddick, Cendrick, right all of them, four different parlays. So, that is the Tan Triple Crown. I feel really good about it. I feel really good about it. Austin Cendrick's been knocking on the door of getting another poll. And let's see what we got. Troy V, all race winners: Reddick, Brandon Jones, Priest. Hundred bucks wins seventy-six thousand dollars. See, mine is going to be the big spicy one. What I want you guys is to be that I'm going to ride personally is uh, more of a. Con- I don't want to say conservative, but something with more favorable odds than mine, which was eleven. You know, plus eleven thousand. Shahid first touchdown for the Saints. That just happened. No way, dude. That guy was like Wow. He did a fifty three yard touchdown. Holy shit. I gotta go check my betting group chat. Somebody did it. Yeah, somebody in my group chat posted that. Like three hours ago. They said Rashid Shaheed or whatever the fuck his name is, first touchdown confirmed. I was like, okay. Alright, let's get back into it. Um Yeah, me neither. Yep. Good point, good point. Ammons, Priest top three, Brandon Jones top three, Reddick top three. I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Caesars, Ankrum, top five. This is S. Brady. Ancrum top five, Brandon Jones top five, Bell Pull, 100 bucks, wins 22 grand. Dave Beckett had Rashid Shahid or whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Congrats. That's a big lick. All right. Give me more parlays and we'll sign off here. Osavar top three, Brandon Jones top five, Eric Jones top 10. 100 bucks wins 4,400. I like that one. I like Eric Jones top 10. I don't hate that bet. Not straight up, but I'll, if you're going to parlay it, something that's like, what, plus 160, plus 180? I don't mind that. Lila, stop whining. Go. Lay down. Lay down. Uh oh, he's back. The Broccoli Wad master himself. Host of our top five, Brandon Jones top five, KFB over Truex. Throw a matchup in there. I like the KFB over Truex. I really like that one. Really like that one. This is the broccoli wads segment, by the way. Host of our top five, Brandon Jones top five, KFB over Truex. Ben, good to see you. Wait, I saw. You. Okay, you had asked a couple questions earlier. I forgot to pull your comments up. Jeski top five, Logano top five, Gragson top three, Perez podium. For for only plus eleven eighty eight for four different bets. I don't know. I don't know about that
2: one. Mm.
0: Probably not going to do anything Formula One because I don't have any. I don't have like a level of confidence in Formula One. Matthew McClellan back, host of our top five, Brandon Jones top five, Seabell top five, one hundred dollars wins forty four hundred bucks. I like that one. That's a good one. The only issue is now I'm scared because I already got one parlay that's that's going to rely on Brandon Jones, and now we're going to have two parlays that rely on Brandon Jones. It just scares me. It scares me a little bit. Scratch Brandon Jones, top five. I'm in top three, okay? Thoughts on slamming Brad Kays this Sunday? Nah. Maybe for the poll. Maybe for Saturday. I, I mentioned that in my poll picks. Just maybe for Saturday, but that's it. Uh, they just haven't shown enough outside of Bristol to tell me that they could have a chance at winning. And they needed a lot of turmoil to happen at Bristol too to get up front. All right, I'm scrolling through these. I'm trying to find my favorite one. Feel free to keep sending them. Feel free to keep sending them.
2: Mm.
0: Oh, I missed this one, Troy. Ross plus 100 over Blaney. Larson minus 110 over Elliott. Lagana minus 120 over KFB. Not bad. And Ben, I'd missed that one earlier. Sorry, that's the same one you'd put a second ago. Goddamn, K Gavin. That's a fucking psychopath one. Matthew, I like this one. If I don't get a better one, I'm probably going to roll with this one. I know it's not like – it's actually less conservative than mine, and I know I said that already, but I like that one a lot. Troy, Brad K., top 10. Brandon Jones, top five. Host of our top five. Hmm. I like that one. I don't. I just don't know about Brad K., man. I don't know if I can put my faith in a top 10 for him. That's That's a little too much for me. Spurs said Lasso, Priest top three, Briscoe top five, and my Williams bet, plus 4157. Hmm. I'm not going to throw F1 in a parlay. I'll just go ahead and tell you guys. Don't waste your space. Don't waste your space. Hammonds, Priest. Oh, man, no, I can't do this one. Sam Mayer, Reddick top three. If it hits, come back and brag about it, please, but I can't ride that one. Man, Cup just sucks, dude. Cup just fucking sucks right now. Lila, stop whining. Holy shit. Just went outside. Okay, Gavin had this one. Red Dog, Pole, Ancrum top five, Creed top five. Hmm. Fuck, I really like this one. I really like that one. Holy shit, I really like that one. We had not really talked a lot about Sheldon, huh? I know I like Sheldon this weekend. Good track for him and trucks. Hey, Super NASCAR fan, welcome back. Host of our top five, Brandon Jones over Sam Mayer. KFB Group C over Truex, Byron, and Harvick plus 2496. I don't hate that one. I'm not a big group bet guy. I'm not a big group bet guy. But that one has – dude, there's a lot of – you guys have put a lot of good ones, man. I don't know what to pick. Uh, keep them up, keep them up. I'm not done yet. Man, these are, you guys put a fuck ton of good ones, dude. I like, that, dude. I, I kind of like this one. S. Brady. Caesars. Ancrum top five. Brandon Jones top five. Bell pole. All right, let's see, Troy. Remove Brad K. Almirola top 10. Nope, can't do Almirola either. Oh, See, Hammonds, for two guys to win, you just shouldn't have fucking plus 4,000 odds. Like, that's what I hate. Like, there's just the value to me is terrible on that. You know what I mean? I just can't do two winners. I I could do a priest win. I could do a priest win. Let's see this one. Priest over Zane, Noah win, McDowell top 10. Nope. Hate McDowell. Hate McDowell. Scott, I might roll with this one. I like this one, Scott. I think, you know, I want more of a conservative one. Ten Naka. Priest top three, Noah win, Ross top three, plus 2540. I like this one a lot because we're talking outside the box a little bit more. I, I, I can do a Noah win if it's the only win in the parlay. Just like I can do a Priest win if it's the only win in the parlay. Maybe we do a Ross top five. Mm. <laughs> this is fucking hard, guys. Oh, There's so many that I like. What do I do? Can't do McCheese Dick, man. I'm just not a McCheese Dick guy. I like this one. I like a Priest top three. I like a Noah Gragson redemption. And a Ross top three. I might do the top five instead. Someone tell me what the top five would be for Ross if you threw that together. Probably would slash it to like fourteen or fifteen hundred, I would think. So I imagine a Ross top five is. We're not even money. Troy, Harvick, top 10. Brandon Jones, top five. Priest, win. Lila, go away. You just went outside. You're killing me. All right, Spurs, Ted Lasso. Priest, win. Creed, top five. Chastain, top five. forty-seven thirty. 47-30. Matthew, Priest. Brandon Jones, Ross, top three. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I know what I want. I know what I want. The first person that types it gets the credit for it. I want a Priest top three, and I want a Jones top five and a Ross top five. Has anybody typed that one yet? I want a Priest top three, a Jones top five, and a Ross top five. Jones top what? Percent sign is where the five is. Okay, there you go. That's it. All right, Matthew, we're riding. Type it out one more time. Type it out one more time just so I can have it on the screen. That's what I want. You you nailed it. Wait, no, I want a Ross top five. Just kidding. I want a Ross top five. We got to do Ross Chastain top five, and we're good. So that – okay, you're referring to the – okay, okay. Got you, got you. Now this is what I want. I want want a Priest top three – a Jones top five, and a Chastain top five. That's what I want. Yeah, that's what I want. Somebody type it. First person to type it gets the credit for it. Priest, top three. Brandon Jones top five. Chastain top five. Yes, Son of Smoke. Cup Series confidence at an all-time low. No doubt about it, man. It's been the worst year ever for Cup. For me, personally. All right, there you go. That is the Broccoli Wad with Matthew McClellan. We look to go back-to-back on hitting a parlay here on Dale Center. Be sure to lock them in. Priest top three, Chastain top five, and a Brandon Jones top five. 100 bucks wins $1,000 and some change. What the hell? Let's look at the crackhead parlay. Anchor top five, Brandon Jones top five, Ross Chastain top five, Leonard Fournette two touchdowns, 21,116. I like that. I actually like that. I'm a Panthers fan. We we're just so fucked long term. It, it's it's sad. Like we are in some serious trouble. Serious trouble. But yeah, I, I appreciate that. But this is what we're gonna roll with, guys. Priest top three, Ross top five, Brandon Jones top five hundred bucks wins you a thousand. Let's get it. I'm going to go watch this football game, get racked up for Miami, my first ever race at Homestead. So I'm excited for that. Guys, oh, just in time, the sex bot. Thank you, sex bot. Welcome. You came at the right time, right here at the end of the show. It's been a while since the sex bots have been here. Love the energy. Blow the chat up. Love the energy. Let's get it, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate everybody once again for watching Dale Center. From the heart of America, I will see you guys in Homestead, Miami this weekend for the Dixie Vodka 400 weekend. Let's fucking cash some bets. Signing off, it's time to win some money. Let's keep the momentum rolling, people.
2: Wake up with trucks, qualifying.
0: Xfinity, we're going to have a massive fucking Saturday. I don't know about Sunday. Sunday might suck again. Everything else, though? going to be awesome cheers everybody have a good night see you this weekend